0: A bunch of crazy stories written by the Brothers Grimm. And now you're gonna
1: learn all about them, listening to the
0: Brothers Grimm.
1: Students and scholars friends and relations welcome to the brothers dim podcast where we talk about the crazy stories written down and recorded by the brothers Grimm in the early 1800s in germany my name is phil and my name is mike mike how are you doing
0: i'm pretty good this night how are you doing
1: i'm okay i'm i'm still sick you if you listened to last week's episode you knew that i had rsv and it seems as if i still have rsv a whole week later (laughs)
0: sometimes it just kicks your ass sometimes you record a couple in a row
1: yeah (laughs) today we're going to be talking about story number 22 the riddle mike as i understand it you were not a fan of this story
0: (laughs) no i was expecting something more an actual riddle (laughs) yeah i think this is one of those more flatter Grims ones it's there's a little bit of cleverness to it but didn't love it. it i mean there's there's plenty of weird stuff so don't worry
1: yeah, it, it gets weird. And I do have a Hollywood pitch for you. Ooh. I had to cut it way down. I started making like a full five page treatment, and finally I had to <laughs> I was like, that's not of gonna course. work this. Yeah. I am not surprised that Disney did not make their own version of this. But this also, before we get into it, has a real vibe to me of what I'm just going to call first published in the second edition hodgepodge of different imagery and just kind of <laughs> all over the place. And I was I just thinking
0: like, I could see Tarantino doing this.
1: maybe 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 anyways mike would you bring us through the plot of Grimm's story number
0: 22 the riddle with a modicum of pleasure there's a young prince he's restless uh so he goes out to travel the world and he brings along his most faithful servant (laughs) and uh, soon enough they end up in the woods at night with no shelter because rich people don't think things through i guess i don't know they come across a young girl She's young, but she's also attractive. It's tough to tell exactly which is more important. And how But for once, old? he doesn't he doesn't uh, propose marriage. He just says, hey, can I stay at your cottage for the night? Because it's getting dark and it's kind of spooky. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I mean, you can, but you shouldn't. And they're like, why? And she's like, well, my stepmother is a witch. She practices the dark arts and you really shouldn't. And he's like, eh, we're already here. Yeah, well, he's like, all right, well, don't eat anything. Don't drink anything. And sure enough, they, they go in and... Don't eat anything, don't drink anything. The witch, you know, receives them somewhat warmly, as about as warmly as a witch can, but it's a very awkward situation. They eventually just go to sleep. The night passes uneventfully, and the next morning they're, they're off on their way. But as they're leaving, the witch tries to give them a drink. The prince has already ridden off because, I guess, you know, he's, he's set to go. Uh, the servant is still trying to get his saddle <laughs> tightened up, so he's, he's the only one there to take the drink. The witch tries to give it to him, but it spills. And just a little bit spills on the horse and kills it instantly. And he's like, whoa, that must have been poison. <laughs> runs off to find the prince because now he doesn't have a horse. Um, then he's like, oh, you know what? Actually, I want that saddle. That was a good saddle. So he runs back to get the saddle. By then, there's already a crow pecking at the carcass. Um, so he, he grabs the saddle, kills the raven. because He's like, yeah, good eating. Might not find anything else tonight. And so they're they're off and away, just making it out of the clutches of, of death and destruction. Surely they come across an inn, give the raven to the innkeeper to cook. Uh, And it turns out this is a den of murderers. It's not a real (laughs) inn at all. Even the innkeeper's (laughs) in on it. Before killing the prince and the servant, however, all the murderers sit down to have a meal with the raven that the the servant had brought. And the innkeeper sits down with the murderers and the witch sits down with the murderers. And I'll cover that later. And then uh, they all dig into the stew and all immediately die because the raven was poisoned from eating the horse. Who was poisoned by the witch? <laughs> uh oh! Uh oh! <laughs> and so, in the in our ongoing hodgepodge, onward they uh, the the prince and the servant go. When they come across uh, a beautiful but proud per- princess in this uh, this nearby kingdom, uh, she has declared, as princesses are wont to do, that anyone wishing to marry her must present a riddle. If she cannot solve it, then she will marry them. However, if she can solve it. The suitor will be beheaded. (laughs) And in case you think she's joking, she's gone through nine suitors so far this way because she's a clever girl.
1: The heads are all out on pikes there, so... (laughs) The choice is yours.
0: I saw nine heads on pikes. Is there a princess here to marry? (laughs) (laughs) And so, of course, the prince's game. So he presents, quote, one slew none and yet slew 12. And she is stumped. She thinks about it a while. She consults all her books of riddles. Can't come up with it. She sends her maid in to listen while he sleeps, see if he's maybe talking about the riddle in his sleep. But he <laughs> Just in is... case.
1: On the off chance that A, he talks in his sleep. B on the off chance <laughs> that he's dreaming about this. See all these things come together. You never know. You never know. May as well go look.
0: He does not talk about it in his sleep. In fact, chases away the maid after stealing her cloak. They use they use the the word mantle. I'm not going to use the word mantle because it's not a piece of clothing that we are really familiar with, but it's, it's basically like a cloak next night. Uh, same thing with her maid in waiting, sends her in to see if he's going to talk about the riddle in a sleep. Doesn't talk about his sleep. In fact, is awake and chases her off after stealing her cloak. <laughs> the third night the princess herself does this. She's like, all right, I gotta, I gotta figure this out. Um, he pretends to be asleep and actually tells her the answer to the riddle as she, you know, she gently, you know, What's the answer to the riddle? I um, mean, yeah, he just mutters it around in his sleep and now she's got it. But while he's doing this, he holds tight to that cloak of hers. She has to let that cloak go. So he's got three cloaks now. And Important. three naked maidens. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm assuming there was something under the cloaks, but maybe not. <laughs> that could be a different movie altogether. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So the next day, uh the the princess is is bounding around, very excited that she has the answer to the riddle. She announces to the 12 judges. I guess there's 12 judges. I don't know why they need to be involved. (laughs) She's got the answer, but the prince uh, sees the judges and demands a hearing. They agree, and he proclaims that she stole the answer from him in his sleep. And she disagrees. They ask for evidence, and he shows them the cloaks. And when they see the cloak that the princess wears all the time, they proclaim that it must be embroidered with gold and silver in order to be her wedding cloak. The end. (laughs)
1: i have some thoughts do you <laughs> i do <laughs> i
0: do too this is such a weird one
1: it is odd the, the first thing i i thought of at the end when when i read that was that who cares where she got the answer from that's not that's not stated as one of the rules well, you can't mm. get the you can't go and listen to him when he's sleeping and get the answer that way but
0: how many how many of those nine do you think she got talk by just sleep? talking getting them to talk in their sleep and the next day she just maybe that's a moral.
1: <laughs> loose lips sink ships that's a you know don't, an anti-spying. Don't sleep. <laughs> don't sleep with the enemy well that was all in uh in world war ii right it was these the german enemy. seductresses that would you know they'd, ah. they'd find out your whatever where your military base was or both sides did that right that was going on with the japanese side too sure i mean i don't know I, I was I, don't know. I was i was not even allowed to join the army A. As i don't with, think as
0: with religion uh, yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna pull history out of my ass all the time <laughs> on this podcast
1: as someone who probably a wouldn't have done well in a military environment but b i was way too allergic to too many things that that they even told me that i couldn't join the military i think that i have a good grasp on what sort of what sort of shenanigans you get up to when you're over in another country, sleeping with sleeping with other people from that country when you shouldn't be and, mm. and talking in your sleep.
0: Yeah, it's, it's probably it, it would probably be difficult for you, at least. <laughs> to...
1: <laughs> One slew none and yet slew 12. That reminded me of uh the Valiant Taylor a little bit. Yeah, yeah, same slew seven. Should have been he should that's what she should have said. Oh, I, I know. It's that Taylor that <laughs> she Taylor that loves jam. The Taylor whose head is on a pike outside from, from story number 19. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he was my third husband. Arn Thompson index number 851. And I'm just going to, by the way, if we have new listeners, I don't know that we do. But Arn Thompson index. I don't know if we've explained this in a little while.
0: No, go for it. We, we probably uh, should every once in a while.
1: Yeah, Arne, the Arn Thompson Uther Index, or the ATU, is a catalog of folktale types and used in folklore studies and is, by the way, an insanely expensive book. Full set of used copies is worth like 400 bucks. Dang. I, I, yeah, no, I was looking, I was like, oh, I'll, you know what, I, I would love to have a copy of that, maybe for my myself, maybe for my birthday. The list where we talk about these where we get these things that's available online but it's 400 for the atu and then for the the book that goes along with it which is the motif index of folk literature hardcover is the only way you can find it and for the full six volume set 600 bucks Man, cheapest set i found was like 600 bucks i think because nobody publishes the thing anymore but anyways the atu they all these these people they got together they looked at tens of thousands of folk tales from across the world and then started classifying them to their base story elements so last week we talked about five ten A, which is Cinderella, and you know not that 510B, story. B, which not five ten B, skin. donkey skin, five ten A, and that you know that the, with the the base parts of that one. For example, okay, there's a mistreated woman. She goes to a party dressed above her station. Prince falls in love. Woman loses a trinket or a shoe. Prince goes and finds the woman using the trinket. Resolution. Then they get married. And, and, and <laughs> by the way, Cinderella is like thousands of stories. Like I, I said, across. 2000 years but the riddle is type 851 and there is the this is the only one of its type yeah but the higher you go the more unique it tends to be or just they they just yeah they ran out of ideas they're like there's (laughs) they can't go anywhere else this is the only one that's kind of like this but uh this one especially feels that it's the only one of its type the princess who could not solve a riddle
0: okay spoiler (laughs) alert yeah actually one note i had is that you know, as we talked about at the at the outset, this was kind of a mashup, like one of those second edition mashups that just I was half expecting this to be multiple Arn Thompson types, and it was not, because I mean, we see that sometimes. It's like, oh, you know, it's 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 a this one is a dash of this and a dash of this, and then it's also got this usually.
1: Whereas nope. no, this is just this is one nope. story that someone in Germany th- that told, and <laughs> that they hadn't already written down for the first edition. Yeah.
0: They're like, no, no, no I got a story. And they're like, yeah, oh, no, nah, wow. I know. Your your stories are a little no, no. This this is a good one though. Trust me, you got to put it yeah, in. You, you, oh. you, if you we put get... this one in, will you stop? Yeah,
1: yeah Okay. <laughs> right, All right, Fred. Go. <laughs> Finally, you can be in the story. Do I get paid? <laughs> no. <laughs> I told you. We'll buy your ale for the evening. You have any further questions? Yeah.
0: So I mean, I, I glossed over it at the time, but when they get to the inn, the, the the den of murderers. Yeah. The it's just like it's just said once, but the witch is there. <laughs> just like oh i didn't know that yeah yeah oh. it's, it's like it's like and they sat down to, to dinner with the innkeeper and the witch huh it's <laughs> like wait what i'm you, i completely missed go? that yeah no it's just strange i mean it, it ties it up neatly because she gets killed by her own poison i mean by by way of force by way of raven but, yeah um yeah and then after that so I, I didn't i glossed over this part i didn't didn't mention it after everyone dies it's the innkeeper's daughter Who's the only one left because she's pious and good and wasn't involved in their their schemes of murdering all the people who show up there? And so she offers the prince all the treasures in the inn, like just hordes of treasure. Like, why why is the inn full of treasure? I but know. I guess if, if they just constantly murder everyone that comes there, I guess they're just amassing a, a slow fortune. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just, yeah at people, first I was like, that's
1: strange. Every single person has a has a money, but this isn't like a an old witch in a gingerbread house. With kid kid finding kids full of with yeah, all they got in their pocket is crab shells and some crumbs and some <laughs> shiny pebbles they found outside of their house.
0: Yeah. I guess they've thought this through. Yeah. <laughs> well, not, not well enough.
1: I know. Well, I mean like no one was expecting poison.
0: Yeah. So this, this princess. Okay. We saw this with, uh,
1: the, uh, oh, was the, the, the three snake leaves. Yeah. yeah.
0: The crazy goth girl suicide pact. It's like, this one's just like, I have a fun game. You give me a riddle. And if I can't get it, then you get to marry me. And if I do guess it, then you get your head cut off. bit of a Russian
1: roulette situation where, but instead of there's only one bullet in the chamber or (laughs) one bullet in the gun, uh, it's, it's all bullets except for me, except for one, there's one space. Can I tell you something about riddles? I know you were a big fan of the Dark Tower series. I was, Yes. I could not. I really, I really like the first one. I love the first book. Blaine. <laughs> I like the second book. Yeah, um, where they're on the beach and they're pulling together all the people, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah, yeah, exactly. And then the end of the third book, you got the kid. They they escape the the pedophiles or whatever. But and then and then they're on that fucking train, and the train's just like, "Do you like riddles?" perhaps you would like to riddle with me while we go to nebraska
0: and blame the monorail <laughs>
1: blames a pain blame the monorail oh yeah it's not a train it's a monorail yeah, yeah close enough. that is what i couldn't i couldn't go on after that did he you just, stop
0: the series there i stopped the series yeah oh my god go read book four it is ah, one of my favorite books of all time you don't have to read the rest it, you... it, it's mostly flashback war came out like 20 years later
1: oh, i know Anyways, yeah, yeah it, gets, pain. It, gets,
0: it gets pretty esoteric, but four was awesome. I'm still waiting for a movie of that. <laughs> You're gonna be waiting a real fucking long yeah, time, yeah, probably. Because they even fucked up the they fucked up the first one. That's I was true. excited well, yeah. about the first one. I never, I never actually got around to seeing that. I loved the idea of Idris Elba, and then I just I heard it was just atrocious. But they keep, yeah, you
1: know, <laughs> something. Anyways, looping that back to the riddle, I do have a pitch. Yeah, but, yeah, go for uh, it. All right, well, well let me do my pitch Just full disclosure though there is no riddle that's that's okay
0: is there something <laughs> named riddle
1: no maybe that's maybe that i can <laughs> yeah it's sergeant riddle or some shit my story takes place in new orleans 1810 or it starts there uh florida is still part of spain but luckily spain is now busily at war with in europe with napoleon and the u.s sees an opportunity to survey and then purchase the area uh you know Our surveyors who have been illicitly sneaking over there have been coming back dead. And not just dead, but the only thing they find are the heads at this one spot on the border. Hmm. Secretary of the Navy sends his own guy to come down there, investigate what's happening with the dead men so they can finish surveying for ports or whatever. And this guy's seen some shit. He's a real soldier. He's tough. He's not getting killed. So this guy, Captain Riddle, if you want, um, (laughs) and his lieutenant arrive in New Orleans, start the investigation. Rear admiral, they go to New Orleans, they find the rear admiral. He's, you know, in charge of surveying the Mississippi and kind of in charge of this this Florida mission. But he asks if they're superstitious, do they believe in dark magic? The soldiers say no, they don't. But he says that's irrelevant because the people out in western Florida do. They're weird out there, all right? But I got a woman you can speak to. She used to live out there. She knows the area. She's unwilling to go with them as a tour guide, but she can give them an accurate map. She's heard rumors of a cult of people a couple days out there somewhere. Maybe they're the ones killing your guys, but she's not sure. But she knows that she knows a place she can they can stop first. It's a woman's house. It's a days ride away. She'll help, but don't drink anything she offers. Don't eat anything she offers. She's old. She's suspicious. She's a little crazy, and she absolutely will try to poison you. But that's it. <laughs> but that's it that's it there's she won't stab you in your sleep She'll, you'll be safe just don't eat or drink anything sure enough they go out they find the house old woman you know that night old woman seems sweet as sugar still they don't accept food or drink from her and she shows them where to go next captain rides out early um to scout out ahead lieutenant's having issues with the saddle Captain says you know catch up when you do his lieutenant's getting ready to leave old woman comes out gives him a bottle of bourbon she says Listen, I know the captain would never accept this, but there's no reason you can't. So he takes the bottle out of politeness, puts it in his saddlebag. That night, they get to the next town and they see the lights at the inner open. They go in, they have some drinks, they eat, rent a room, go to sleep. However, these are all pirates uh, of the Caribbean. (gasps) The real innkeeper and his family are dead. Pirates are anxious. They're going to get discovered, discuss whether or not they should kill them. They vote to kill them in their sleep. Meanwhile, one of the guys has gone through the saddlebags, finds the bourbon, brings it in. They all begin drinking. Next morning, they go downstairs, uh, The Captain Riddle and his, his companion. All the pirates are dead. Bourbon's on the table. Lieutenant says, the old woman, that's the bourbon the old woman gave to me. They look around, they find the murdered innkeeper. Hear a noise coming from the basement and a young woman comes running to them, sees they're not the pirates. She says she was the innkeeper's daughter. Pirates came and killed everyone in town, but she hid. They didn't find her. Not only that, but she knows the way to where the cultists are. I'll lead you right there. Leads them deeper into the territory. They find the compound on the shoreline, look through their telescope, see bodies, headless bodies hanging against the walls with military regalia on. So these are their guys. Captain's like, oh, okay, well, what are we going to do here? Um, Sends the lieutenant back. He said, don't tell, don't tell the girl, but run back to New Orleans. Go tell the army. We know where the base is. You know, we just have to kill all these guys. So you run back. And come back here with the with the with the whole navy. He goes off. She eventually comes into her uh, into his tent, offers him a drink. He takes it and then he passes out. Wakes up as a prisoner of the cultists. She was with them the whole time. This oh. The innkeeper's I know. Question him. He won't say any answers, but the the girl knows. Oh, yeah. In the, the quote innkeeper's daughter knows. Okay, this lieutenant's out. He's bringing the navy back but figure it'll be about a week before they could get here. So they're like, that's fine. That'll give us plenty of time. They keep him drugged up. So he's having a bunch of crazy hallucinations in his prison cell. And I think you could have like a kind of fun little scene there. <laughs> Finally, he wakes up. It's next week. Ship is on the horizon. They bring him up out of his cell, have a final ritual where they kill the cult leader. And after they do, lights start swirling around the rest of them. And their bodies lift up off the ground and what looks like their souls leave their bodies and it's this whole crazy light show finally it's over bodies drop to the floor outside however the Navy has seen these lights leaping from the building assume they're being fired upon and return fire Um, then you can have Captain Riddle dashing through the place is exploding all around him finally gets out to shore as the sun is rising and sailors making their way over in a dinghy to figure out what the fuck happened, find the captain on the beach and uh, he leaves them a little shaken by what he's gone through, but that's the end.
0: That works. Okay. Yeah. The the beginning was, it was giving me some annihilation vibes and there's a little heart of darkness there too, but definitely, uh, definitely made it your own.
1: No, well, thank you. yeah i know i yeah I, I thought i thought it might be fun to explore west florida i thought it might be uh
0: <laughs> it's, that, it's th- never it's never fun to explore west florida <laughs> let's be honest i that's all i have yeah same
1: here okay well then that then i suppose brings us to the end of grim story number 22 the riddle my name is phil and my name is mike sleep tight and we will see you next time see you next time